0: Everyone, your designers are here. I'm Anita from Cedar Hill Farmhouse. And I'm Yovana Stone Gable. And I'm
1: Kelly from My Soulful Home. And we have tips and tricks and decorating advice for you. So let's
0: get started. This is episode 18 decorating for spring we're oh we're so glad that you're here today with us Um, and uh, spring is upon us and we're very excited about spring at least I am I love spring Um, I've seen my first robin here where I live at Stone Gable I always uh, look for robins. sometimes you know mm, late uh, February into March and I know that they are harbingers of spring and spring are upon us so we're very excited that you're here and we're going to be talking about spring decorating today today. And we live in such different areas of the country that I want to get everyone's spin on what does spring look like in your neck of the woods spring in southern california is pretty spectacular
1: and short-lived it's <laughs> gonna get hot soon here so we really enjoy the spring we usually have a lot of rain we hope for a lot of rain after christmas through mm-hmm. january and into february and that has definitely been the case this year yes which is, i've heard oh it's been so great because we were in a terrible drought And my garden certainly suffered last year, um, abiding by the drought rules and all of that. So Uh, everything is so green right now. In fact, my daughter, Laura, we were driving back from a volleyball tournament and we had to drive about an hour and a half away and she was just... Just in wonder of all the green hills mm. and mountains, because normally they're all brown. Um, mm-hmm. So it's pretty spectacular here, and all, the camellias are all blooming—the winter camellias. Oh. oh, I and love so this. they are really the first uh, flower
2: of the spring into the mm. summer for us here. Well, here in Texas, it's just amazing in the springtime it's my absolute favorite time to be at the farm which is in Roundtop mm-hmm. because the end of March we get a ton of blue bonnets and oh, there's a lot so of other pretty there's a lot of other wildflower flowers that uh, come into bloom but the blue bonnets are just
0: absolutely astounding astonishing, their beauty. Oh, Anita, and and I have, I've seen uh, pictures of your fields with the blue bonnets in it. Oh, That's when I'm going to come visit you in the spring. I I hope you all do, because it's
2: just an amazing sight. Yeah. Anita, was Mm -hmm. that Lady Bird Johnson
1: who either started Mm -hmm. that, or I don't know if she was throwing her own seed bombs, or what she was doing, but didn't she do something with all the wildflowers in Texas, or
2: yes yes she did she is known for being responsible for a lot of the amazing wildflowers uh, in the state so what she did was promote the planting of of all these seeds of wildflowers and mm-hmm. so along a lot of the highways in texas there's just tons of wildflowers you know a lot of blue bonnets mm-hmm. uh indian paintbrushes and you know some other wildflowers and it's really thanks to her she really promoted that and what a wonderful legacy for our state it's that is amazing. yeah, yeah. Yes. But,
1: i love that a lady bird johnson the first gorilla gardener i love uh-huh.
2: it <laughs> <laughs> and, and people you know ask us uh you know wow how long did it take you to plant all these blue bonnets because we've had you know acres at a time just mm-hmm. oh. a sea of blue bonnets and what they don't realize is that they're native and we don't mm. do anything in fact they, they self seed every year Mm. Right, but they're they're all volunteers. They're not planted, oh. and they actually thrive on neglect. So if you see a field of <laughs> blue bonnets, love a plant like that. It's because it's stressed. There's, um, you know, not enough water and mm-hmm. you know, not fertilized. Mm-hmm. So you know, we do have. hate our properties our farm is in hay production and the hay guy always wants me to fertilize and I'll say no because then I'm not getting my blue bonnet
0: so I don't think so so yeah Anita we'll we'll put a picture of your blue bonnets up on the show notes because they're spectacular Mm -hmm. in in Lancaster County Pennsylvania I call spring uh, this area the quintessential spring time Mm -hmm. because it is just spring perfection here all the trees are flowering, and uh, where you know the um, weeping cherries and the Bradford pears, and mm-hmm. they're just in abundance here. And we have uh, the lilacs come up, and um, late spring we have tons of peonies. So mm-hmm. really, our earth starts oh, I wish coming. We could. I wish those grow grew here. They're I just so know. beautiful. They don't grow here either. I miss those from my New York gardening days. Yeah. Well, we have a late-blooming lilac tree out. Now, this is in May, so it's, you are making me so jealous, (laughs) (laughs) We have two regular ones in the back, but in the front we have one uh, along our walk. And when we, obviously, all spring long, I'm a let's-keep-the-windows-open kind of girl. Me too. And our windows are wide open, and uh, even on the second floor at night. And that the scent of lilacs especially Mm. and i just come wafting through our bedroom it's just it's an amazing scent uh and that is those are the days we leave it open but we have what we call here dairy air as well because (laughs) uh, because what is that again uh, dairy air (laughs) because (laughs) we have um we have a lot of (laughs) amish farmers and i mean we're just surrounded by just farmland as far as your eye can see and other farmers and you know they do a lot of uh fertilizing in the spring and on days that they're out uh fertilizing their fields those are the days we have to keep the window shut because it just doesn't smell as good but here in Lancaster County we're so used to that that just smells like okay spring is here and they're planting (laughs) bravo
2: for the organic use of uh, their fertilizer yeah absolutely
0: absolutely so um but spring is really beautiful here. And, uh, you know, we, we have our area is a pretty big tourist area. Lancaster's the oldest landlocked um, city in the entire nation. Um, and so people just come in droves for the history and also for the beauty of our countryside and spring is such a big time here Mm -hmm. that you know you get into uh, tourist traffic it can just be amazing so we we know what roads to stay off of but besides that spring is just perfect and we're going to talk about decorating in spring and how beautiful it is to decorate and bring some of that Mm -hmm. season that we see outside into our home so we want to give a nod to the season. I'm really big into that when I'm decorating. Do you girls do anything special inside your home other than um, adding nods to the season during the springtime? Well, I mean, here we basically crank up the air conditioning <laughs>
2: <and> play, <laughs> in Texas, and then we pull all the blankets off the beds, and then we're about ready. Then you're ready for <laughs> oh, summer. No, I mean, <laughs> no, spring, then summer. Oh, my goodness. Oh, how long beast. does your
0: spring last, Anita? Well, what, how are you defining spring? Well you know not super blooming not super hot warm though lovely warm not um, about 2 months but it's what it's way earlier it depends on what you call hot. See what I call hot is,
2: is probably not the same thing
0: as what you call hot. Well, you know me. I'm not a fan of that heat and humidity.
1: <laughs> I
2: never realized it was that hot in Houston. We're
1: gonna well, die. Da- yeah, let's you know nah. I i let's go to
2: the farm. It isn't as hot there too? Well it you know, Houston is hot, but I think the thing is it's not as hot as some places, but it's so humid it just feels like it's mm-hmm. twice as hot. So you know the misery index is usually mm-hmm. rather hot. Mis-
0: uh, I'm gonna <laughs> use that because I don't mind Houston. the heat. I hate the Humidity, yeah. and we live at the foot of the Piedmont, and mm-hmm. boy, do we get that—the uh, terrible humidity. It's just as yeah. bad as well, almost the South.
2: And we're we're awfully close to the Gulf, so mm-hmm. we definitely—it's it's extremely humid here uh, year round. But at the farm, it's actually a little bit warmer, but it's further from oh. the coast. More inland, so it's a lot drier, and okay. it's just a lot drier climate. It's amazing to me the difference in rain amounts, rainfall mm-hmm. at the farm in Roundtop versus here in, in Houston. Where you so are, in Houston,
0: it's definitely a lot drier. Do you so, do anything for spring? I mean, I'm thinking like spring cleaning, that kind of stuff. I do. Uh, well, I,
1: I feel every year like it's just sort of a. Uh, a rite of passage something that you do just like when you pull out all your Christmas decor you know mm-hmm. in springtime I just have the the sense like just like you said throw up the windows freshen everything up you know get into those corners mm-hmm. you know gather up the dust bunnies from the winter <laughs> and scoot them out the door I when you're I done that. can you
0: come to my house and do that
1: <laughs> I grew up with a very 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 um clean households my mother mm, I did too I got you. I
0: have I, what's the difference no comment. Have OCD <laughs> how overly? about you need a gene oh <laughs> no,
2: my mother worked so I'm just going to say she was a rather busy woman <laughs> good for you
1: <laughs> well my mom calls OCD overly clean disease
0: actually. oh <laughs> I love that yeah. I wish I would have gotten that yeah, I well, don't yeah. I don't, I mean, I do like a clean house. I do like organized, mm-hmm. but ooh, it's just not, I mean, my mother loves it. Oh I don't no. get that. I mean, I she do loves it to She loves, loves to loves clean? She loves to clean. My oh mother's my. house, no, like I she goes down that. to the basement. She's always organizing her like five things she has in the basement. <laughs> um, and so, she's, have I mean, you she's heard
2: she's of this? Like there's people that like to straighten and people that like to clean. And I'm a straightener, but not really
0: a cleaner. Okay. I think well, a I do my 30-minute cleaning, so that takes care of everything. Oh, I
1: love your 30-minute cleaning, though. Yeah. But, you know, it takes time, but I do like it, like a deep mm-hmm. a deep clean. So mm-hmm. I like to do that in the house. And then, you know, it starts to, to move out, especially here because it's we have a short, cool period winter time. So I love having the warm throws and the textures and all that. Mm-hmm. But in, around this time of year, it's time to move that stuff out or it kind of looks silly. You know, it is. Silly. You're right. So I like to do that, and then there's a few little Easter decorations that I've had for years since I was little that I like to bring out, Aww. and um, just start putting
0: around some pastels, which I don't usually use, and just to make it a little fresher. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's you know, I just read a really interesting post-it. I'm, I will have to look for it. That they said, don't just spring clean, spring organize, and spring purge. And yeah, I, I do the what a great purge. idea do you purge
2: yeah. well I do the organize and the purge but the cleaning I I, I have a professional person because I just I cannot do it <laughs> I know I, I agree I consult a professional so a <laughs> well you know I could hurt myself so you know yeah no we don't <laughs> yeah. want that now we do you do
0: you do things like change your bedding and do you have do you have spring bedding any of you well, well I mean, I'm just gonna just... transition
1: into some new, beautiful mm-hmm. batting when my my room is done, uh-huh. and. We add, you know, layers, and I know we're going to talk about bedding another day, so I won't get mm-hmm. too far into that, mm-hmm. but, you know, take a few things off because you don't need mm-hmm. it anymore, but other than that, I don't sh- make a big change. I don't all of a sudden have a pink bedspread or something. <sighs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> Bedspreads. The- anyway, no one says bedspread
0: anymore. Where did that come from? Well, like because
2: nobody's... It's <laughs> hey, because I, have a, I you have, have a bedspread. I have a bedspread? Yeah,
0: yeah, a light quilt I use as a bedspread, but anyway, we do the same thing, but I have been lately you know just this is because it's years and years of decorating i've been trying to acquire like winter bedding and spring and summer bedding so I'm on the prowl right now which I love the hunt you know I want want great stuff at a reasonable price I'm on the prowl to to change up the bedding in one of our guest bedrooms that's exciting and it's fun to do
2: where do you store
0: your out-of-season bedding you know you know those like space bags
2: Mm -hmm. that you suck all the air out
0: of everything Mm -hmm. and just keep it under their bed keep it under the bed okay
2: well, I do like to go with linen linen sheets in the summer because they are so much cooler to the touch.
0: And you know, we're going to be talking about that in the next couple mm-hmm. podcasts. I'm and excited. I don't know a lot about that, so I'm real excited. But yeah, let's, well, you will after the next couple. Of I'm podcasts, glad after
2: we well, do our research. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Do you, and here's another question I have, and. I'm so into this that I used to, I'm very season. I decorate seasonally. I was a first grade teacher for so long. You know, you just bounce from one holiday to another. (laughs) And I've sort of not lost that. And so I do decorate with a nod to, to what's outside season and seasons and holidays. But, you know, I used to just wake up one day and do my downstairs and all of a sudden one day you're doing winter and then the next day pop, it's spring. Mm-hmm. But I've gotten into more like of an easy transition. Mm-hmm. Like bringing things in that would work for both or, you know, bringing just little touches of things. And then as the season rolls on, adding more and more. What do you well, I like do? that,
2: Yvonne, because it kind of gives you a little you're not stuck in winter and then suddenly you go to some uh to spring but it kind of lets you do a little bit as you go along so i feel like you have something to look forward to and mm-hmm. just a little bit of change every week
0: or so so i love that approach and you know and it's really fun because it's not like oh my gosh i've got to decorate for spring tomorrow and it's your whole day and you've got all these these things you have to take I we have a basement take down to the basement and no. bring back up and yeah, I just sure. love sort of that gradual think it through every day's a surprise because there's something new
1: mm-hmm. yeah and you don't want to make it feel like you know you're walking into Macy's right after Halloween and all of a sudden all <laughs> the Halloween's gone and it's Christmas and you're yes, like, oh, exactly ah, it's so jarring yeah the elves come at night and just change it all how does that happen? <laughs> I love to um you know add flowers obviously uh, and springtime is perfect time so tulips say spring to me and also um the forest branches but i have yes. an idea mm. for everyone
0: that i want to share yes. about forest branches mm. i love well, well let's talk branches. about they- that because i do want to talk about other spring elements but mm-hmm. i just think this is so important because i think we get out of decorating with um tchotchkes of the season do you know what i'm saying yeah Mm -hmm. yeah like you know the gaggle of easter bunnies or chicks or whatever and we're really getting into more organics which i love and you're literally bringing subtle yeah what what's outside in Mm -hmm. and i know you're our um, resident gardener so let's talk can you talk a a little bit about that to us kelly
1: Oh, sure. Well, it's really easy to force some branches. So, you know, and I think we all do that, uh, or you can do that. Just clip some from a flowering uh, shrub or bush that you have, or you can buy them already packaged up at, you know, your Trader Joe's or your local grocery store. And it's so pretty to have the tall branches in mm-hmm. a vase and I even oh, just it love is. the way they look when they're not blooming mm-hmm. um, but I have an idea that um, you can use from year to year. Last year I bought just plain willow branches. They were not going to bloom. They don't they don't mm-hmm. get flowers. Like a curly them. willow? Yeah
0: like a curly willow. Oh they're beautiful su- just on they, their own. Mm-hmm. They are beautiful yeah. on their own and not
1: you know not super super curly but sort of that wispy look. Yes and I think yes. I bought them from some website but i mean you could just google that and but i did i went to um michael's and i bought several stems of a very small pale very pale yellow mostly white little flower and Uh so i took all the the petals apart and took the centers out and then i glued them you know, maybe every five eight inches just where it would look natural on the willow oh. branches so it
0: looked like it was just beginning to bloom
1: yeah so it has these tiny little oh. flowers on them some were buds and some were petals you know that's So that's a it, great what? idea kelly i've even yeah and they, the take, only okay. trick that the only thing that i mean you know it doesn't take you that long other than you know if you're using hot glue gun or, or regular glue oh, i just well, love that idea glue. but you can't you do you have to kind of do it in in batches because you can't keep them in the vase on the vertical because the little buds slide down. <laughs> so,
0: yeah. okay, so I you that. have to I was, make turned, sure they're totally affixed, right? Yeah, exactly. I turned
1: away to do something else. And I came back and all my buds were on the bottom. <laughs> so, you just lay them flat. Maybe do you know five or six. Then when they dry, you know, and maybe do three or four branches at a time, and then let them dry, go do something else, go clean your bathroom or get the dust bunnies and then come back and you you turn them and then you do, you know, the other bits. And then when they're all dry, you can put them in your base. And I love them. In fact, I'm going to dig them out today
0: after the podcast because I've been thinking about them. And put them in a big vase. And so much more realistic than so many of the sprays that you do get because you want that early spring look. Yeah, And yeah. where they're, and they're just the flowers are, are really oh.
1: far apart. Yes. And they're just coming out.
2: Yeah. So, and I've heard people that have the orchids, you know how hard it is to get them to bloom that second time after you buy yeah. them mm-hmm. and the bloom dies? Mm-hmm. I know people that just buy the... The
0: artificial bloom and put it put it on the real orchid plant. Oh, Mm -hmm. guilty! I do that. I do right now. My orchids are still going strong, but I have orchids fake orchids downstairs that are really good they look really well and I'll stick those right in along with just the greenery and that works oh, but let's talk about you
1: sly devils
0: <laughs> let's talk about forcing real branches though mm-hmm. like I know in my area I can go out and pick for forsythia even lilac but I just like to leave them alone I like them to bloom mm-hmm. naturally um crabapple is gorgeous blooming there's so many uh, um things that you can get and um the the buds usually uh or or the trees usually put forth their flowering buds here in the fall Mm. so they're ready and you can just tell they start to get a little swollen Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and you just cut at least you know you want them long you don't want them short because you want to have a a big spray and you cut them on the diagonal and you either uh clip this the stem at the bottom going up the stem or you bruise it you know like smash Mm -hmm. it so more water gets in Mm -hmm. and then put them in a vase and put water in it and change your water every couple days and be and just put them in a nice warm spot and they they just look beautiful and my favorite really is crab apple but i have to go to i don't know if you have a terrain where you live it's part of it's the like garden shop of anthropology
1: and terrain is on be home our app with us yes that's
0: that's right right. and their crab apples i go there to get the crab apple because i just can't get it around here. They're beautiful. Mm. So, even where you live, if you can't get anything organically, pussy willows just grow like weeds around here. Oh, so, you I just get it them. everywhere.
2: But we've got the red buds. Do you have those? Oh, those are oh yes. Red buds. And gorgeous. they, and
0: I've never tried forcing them. Do they force well? Well, I just cut them after they've already started blooming and put them in a vase, but they're just gorgeous. Mm-hmm well see you can do that around here Our we don't usually get much flowering trees our trees don't come into flower till about a ap- mid-April oh, okay. so you know if we want we can get an extra maybe month or so out of it you can mm-hmm. even start in February but you know that this is coming gone and um, we can we get them and so we can just keep them inside and have them a little longer just by cutting them and forsythias also around here are just like weeds
1: Oh, Can yeah. I give a tip about yes, cutting yes. the branches? Okay, yes, yes. Okay, so when you're going to cut, cut any flowers, but um, since we're talking about the branches, it's best to do it with a sharp knife, not a scissor or a, a pruner, because you want mm-hmm. to leave the stem, you know, there's a, I've, I'm losing the name right now, but there's a bit of the stem where the water is conducted up to yes. flower, right? Yeah. So if you cut it with a scissor, you're you're smashing them together mm-hmm. and you're closing it off. Oh, right? So good what you want to do is take your flowers or your branches, bring them in and in your sink, have them in a like a a bucket or something of mm-hmm. warm warm water. water. That's right. Cut them on the diagonal with your sharp knife under the water. And or take them and then rinse them off with some running cool water and then put them right in you mm-hmm. don't want air mm-hmm.
0: to get in to get up there because oh, it's going to yeah. block the water mm-hmm. oh good point From so so coming up can I can I ask you another question I hope I can um, answer it <laughs> do you put any I've never put any like um you know uh, um what is it flower preservative or mm-hmm. you can even like use a ginger ale or a lemon right. lime soda I've right. heard right. um do you ever do that in the in your flowering branches I've never done that I I try to use that and you know sometimes it
1: just comes in the little packet if you buy your flowers from Trader Joe's or somebody. yes yes and I don't have a, a canister under my sink right now as I ran out but So I do and I don't, Um, but it is a good idea to do it. It really does extend the life and it helps Mm -hmm. the um, water uptake. It um, inhibits any bacteria from growing. But if you don't have that or you don't want to use something that has uh, chemicals in it, but you know these are fairly harmless and they're getting Mm -hmm. mixed in with a lot and a lot of water. Mm -hmm. You can use a um, a sugared lemon lime soda. Sure, I've heard of that. Like twelve ounces to a gallon. Oh really. Um, so you just figure out whatever that is. Anita can do that math for you. Um, (laughs) uh, but it it really does help. The best thing that you can do is just make sure that the water is clean. Yes. Cut it properly. And make sure the water is clean. Yeah, change yes. the water about every three days. I mean, you know, sometimes wow. if you forget and, you know, there's, and you walk by and you're like, ooh, that doesn't really smell like flowers anymore, it's probably, <laughs> you know, the yucky water. Yeah. And just make sure you take all the foliage off that would be Submerged in the water mm-hmm. because Definitely. that you know really
0: breeds the bacteria and the Kelly, and stuff. these are excellent tips. Well, do you, you do anything Dawn. else to decorate for spring? I know that as spring comes along, you know, mm-hmm. not maybe very first, but you know, as spring moves along, I love to decorate like tucking a, a faux nest with some eggs here and there do any of (laughs) you do that oh definitely I love the little
2: faux nest and I but I this is the time where I do like to put some plants out like we said I don't don't know how long they'll live but I did put some plants (laughs) (laughs) under a cloche you know that we talked about in a previous episode Mm -hmm. but I also my ivy almost died the other day I was afraid I was going to have to come on and tell everyone that it uh, had died and it was doing so well well, I took it out. It was dry. I watered it and put it by the the light, and it's actually revived. So I'm I'm just so excited. Oh, that it's
1: good! Job. You
2: watered it. You're going maybe you're gonna earn that gardening award back.
1: But let's <laughs> oh, see well, what I'm, happens
0: with the other. I'm working on it, <laughs> Kelly. But I've other than plants, what I mean, I know I use mm-hmm. um, make little uh, use little nests, and I actually make them, and we'll put that on the show notes. I have a really good tutorial oh, for how idea. to make a realistic looking nest. Super Ooh. super easy. Little mm-hmm. sticky, but because you have to mm-hmm. use like a spray um, glue and fixative. But have you
2: ever used a real nest? Because I
0: have, and they just fall apart. Well, I'm a little I'm I'm a little um, funny about like that kind of like germy stuff coming oh. into my <laughs> house. But I liked what I love to do with them is just like put them. If I have a, um, my dining room table, it has branches on it and what have you, and then I can put on candlesticks. Like stick a little nest on top of a candle, a silver oh, candlestick. Cute idea. So, ooh, Doesn't so that cute. look yeah pretty? Yeah, very and nice. also, do not um, do not negate using beautiful faux branches. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, you know, I go to a specialty store for them, and they're an investment. The special faux branch store. Spef- that's exactly <laughs> right, but more of a design store. You know, that's in, in Lancaster. Lancaster. Like that makes it mm-hmm.
2: The faux branch. Yeah, we do have, in have them in Lancaster,
0: and they cost a little more. But you know, I've had them for like a dozen years, and they hold up wonderfully and they look beautiful mm-hmm. so every year i just keep adding to that and oh, now i can put them in a big urn and they look very realistic mm-hmm. i love that a big urn with with branches coming out of it I,
1: that's so mm-hmm. stunning and mm-hmm. wow what a what a dynamite focal point hey, i did something last year with eggs um oh, yeah. and i i really loved it so i think i'm going to replicate it again this year there's a post well I. You're not going to be really surprised because you know how I feel about spray paint. But I spray painted the <laughs>
2: eggs gold. gold. What color? Oh,
1: gold, I knew it was going to be gold. gold. <laughs>
2: oh, the golden egg. So I did uh,
1: just a few <laughs> golden eggs and then I mixed in brown, real brown eggs and white eggs.
0: Oh, I and bet I, you that's beautiful. Ooh. I
1: loved it. And you know what I put it with? And I, I, I really... Somebody should just teach me how to knit. I really want to learn how to knit. I just haven't never taken the time to learn. But I love the yarn, and I can just get lost in the aisle. And I, you know, <laughs> and I see all these people with their patterns, and they know what they're mm-hmm. going to make. I just like the balls of it. <laughs> I so know. you know, the skeins. Mm. Is that how you say it? So I check, uh So I bought just luscious ivory colored ones and white ones and a soft um sort of a a taupey mixed one and I so I and then I tied them up with some sort of shreddy linen little um ribbons Mm -hmm. and tucked them all in a basket with these eggs oh
0: and it just looks so pretty and you know it was do you have a picture of
1: that did you yeah on on my blog I have a bunch of pictures of it oh great idea um,
0: it was easter eastery,
1: but it wasn't overly sweet eastery, and it wasn't. Uh, that's exactly what rabbit. I look for. Yeah. hmm And, and another idea that's
0: to, a, along that line is yeah. I have an old Seven Up crate, you know, with all the little individual pl- the little holes that you would put um, each individual bottle, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I make that just I put um, I make that like a little spring topiary slash hello to spring and I put like a um like a, a nest in one and fill the another little hole with eggs and then oh. I do oh, um nice. I plant like thyme in one and just uh, like a ball of not yarn but a ball of twine and another one just here and there and it makes a really it's a great vignette well
2: and I oh, saw I, I think it.
0: on your blog uh,
2: Yvonne a uh, a bottle holder and it had mason jars and had the herbs in them it just looked beautiful. Yes yes very fresh and very fun to do in the spring absolutely and then I know it may be sound a little cliche but I still love my lambs and I just found this gorgeous vintage yes. kind of concrete it's very very heavy lamb that I set out but I also have them I think they're from the old nativity scenes that you can oh, buy on yes the Monday little Bay. ones I've seen those well I mean some of these are rather large I think they were from churches so I have some very large Lambs and they're just beautiful, so I, I like setting those out. Oh, too. what a great
0: idea! But
1: well, mm. that is
2: a great idea because probably
1: a lot of vintage nativity sets get broken up, and you might just mm-hmm. have like a you know Joseph off on his own mm-hmm. and some lambs someplace else, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: and see that's and that just fits in because the best thing I can tell a tip I can give about decorating for spring is just do not overdo it. Mm -hmm. you know you want to tuck it in like those little lambs they could show up somewhere really sweet that unless you're really looking for them you wouldn't necessarily they wouldn't like scream at you but what Mm -hmm. a sweet little surprise or tucking a nest somewhere putting it on like i said on a candlestick or or sticking it in a corner or even putting it like a little nest in um a plant you already have at the base how pretty would that be yeah Yeah, don't overdo it a subtle hand yeah a subtle hand
2: agreed
1: Pretty well, yeah. And wreaths—we can always add in some wreaths at this time of year too. Mm-hmm. I mean, I—you know—I don't really do a post-Christmas one, but then around this time of year, a spring wreath is really pretty for your front door.
0: Oh, uh-oh i I love reeds. It's like I love pillows. Like I love vignettes. Yeah, yeah.
2: Never you leave your door. Never leave she your does. door
0: empty because that's your. That's the welcome. That's oh. your first welcome to your guests. Mm-hmm, so yes. you want to give them a little taste of what awaits them inside. And yes, spring reeds. I have a. We'll put a. I have a bunch of them for scythia, weeping cherry, um, real wispy, and we'll put those on our show notes as well. So do you do uh, artificial or do you do real on your wreaths? No, oh. no. Artificial, artificial. Definitely artificial. Okay. And every year a bird builds its nest on our <laughs> front door. That's so funny. We, That's and we let them moment. go. It's like a science lesson. But they do, the the gunk that comes out of the nest um, really does uh, do a lot of damage to our paint. So we're always like having to oh. sand and Eww. repaint. But it's so worth it to see those little birds. Mm. They're so Whoa. sweet.
1: Mm-hmm. yeah and smart little birds I mean smart like, little birds did yep. you put the wreath up yet let's get in there
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah they like uh, this in this area um birds are always looking for like the best place to build their nest well if I was a bird I'd build my nest in stone gable too oh thank you <laughs> <laughs> like some people shoo them away, I'm I'm like oh let them go. Look how cute. <laughs> That's okay, Bobby. You'll pa- repaint the door. It's okay. <laughs> no, Yvonne will repaint the door. <laughs> 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 That's about my speed.
1: <laughs> well, I love all of this. I'm excited for spring, and I'm going to look for my branches today. Put them oh,
2: out. So I know. I know. Me too. Is that,
0: uh, Yvonne, is that, do you have anything else? No, I think that's about it. I mean, I think we've covered some really cool tips uh, for our readers. Uh, Force those branches, use use faux branches, tuck a little bit spring here and there, transition, Mm -hmm. enjoy spring to the fullest in your area because it's very short-lived. All
2: right. Well, remember, we're here to inspire you to create a beautiful home. Until next time. Hey there, if you're loving our podcast like we're loving our podcast,
1: we would love you to rate and review us. Head to iTunes to do that. It's easy and it would mean so much to us. And if you do rate and review us, we're going to enter you to win a fantastic giveaway. The details for the giveaway are in the show notes for this episode. And you can find the show notes at decoratingtipsandtricks.com.